we're not leaving because we don't know Jesus. We're leaving because we do. And we don't think the church is going to help us continue knowing him. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Kettering Connect, the weekly videocast and podcast where I get to hang out with the speaker, the preachers, whoever happens to be hanging out with us from the previous weekend who preached, and we open the scriptures and break it down and apply it to life. And in case you haven't noticed, today's guest is really pretty awesome. I am. That, and humble. Uh, right? No, but he's, he's got gorgeous long hair, which makes me covet. You should just, you should just know that. Um, but he's got good style. And, uh, but he just spoke last week for us, and this is Toby Cambig. So thank you so much, Toby, for being here. Hello, everybody. And, okay, so... <laughs> Hello, everybody. Got like that radio voice going yeah, that's on. That's great, right? That's, that's so good. You should like, I feel like you're better at this than I am. I should, I should. I might say. replace you. You might replace me. Yep. So you're seeing it right here. Uh, so this might be the last time I'm doing this. So yeah. there you go. Hey, everybody. I'm Jason Calvert. I'm the new Jason Calvert. <laughs> yeah. You gotta I'll shave flap my your head. arms a lot. Yeah. And, and you have way too much hair. I'll shave um, it. So, yeah. But anyway, but so Toby, you spoke last week. It was super awesome. So thank you so much thank for you. that. I know who you are. In fact, we were just going down a little walk down memory lane a moment ago. Toby has been in our youth group for years now, um, not just at the junior high level, now at the high school level. Um, but at his eighth grade graduation, I had the honor of speaking for that graduation. And I had this to say years ago about Toby, which actually I feel like was a little uh, prophetic. And uh, this is what I said about Toby in his graduation speech. I said, end quote, and to what degree will be the rise of society where there's no more phony due to the mission, passion, and action of you, Toby Kambig? Mm. Unquote. So, right? So mission, passion, action, not being phony. We were actually just talking about this, right? A little yep. bit ago. So I know who you are. I'm sure there are people out there in like internet land who are like, who is this random kid? Blah, blah, blah. Is he new to Kettering? So tell us, who are you? Where'd you come from? How did we ever meet? Tell us a little bit about your story. All right. Hello, everybody. I'm Tobin Cambig. Um, Which I think, first of all, I think that's a great name. Tobin like, is such a powerful name. It's it is. great. Like, Toby's fine. Like, it's good. But Tobin. Yeah, you just got to pull out the Tobin on him. Makes Dude, everybody it's thinks so, different. like, authoritative mm -hmm. Tobin. I think it's great. You should start rocking that. I should, but it's going to take a while. Uh, college, maybe. Yeah, I got to have a new group of people. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm from Georgia. Uh, I was born in Georgia. Spent the first eight years in Georgia. I'm so sorry. I'm and sure Georgia's, Georgia's great. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's great. It's hot, though. And yeah, for sure. It has fire ants. I still have scars on my feet from the fire ants. <laughs> Um, but I moved here when I was eight in second grade or nine, maybe don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, went to church here as soon as we got here. I've been here for quite a while. Um, joined 413, rise it started, went all the way through that into perichoresis. I help out with tech for perichoresis. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. And this, and this is what you guys should know now, not only right. Cause during COVID, right. We're doing online church and, and so forth. But you were actually super involved in online church. Now, people probably would never know it. This is probably one of your first... No, you did like uh, Kids Life and you bought a snake once, yeah. once, which was really creepy. That was great. Yeah, I'm I, pretty sure I peed my pants. But oftentimes, you are on the other side of the camera. Yes. So tell, tell everyone what you do. Um, I help with tech. I help Alan Clark with the that section of it. Um, 
I started with the uh, perichoresis bands and running the Sabbath schools. And then once COVID hit, I kind of graduated into helping with the recordings. And I did that for quite a while, stopped for a little bit, but hopefully now I'm back. Yeah. Well, and this is the thing, like when church is normally happening in person, you know, I don't know what time, you know, the average Ken uh, Connect viewer shows up to church. If church starts at 10, be honest, you show up at like 10, 12, don't you, right? Or if church starts at 12, it's about 12, 17, you start walking in. Toby, Tobin, ooh, Tobin. I'm start using that. So yeah, good. that's great. Tobin, he shows up to church. Tell everybody when you show up to church on a regular normal Sabbath. So for a regular Sabbath, I would show up at 8 to get ready for the band to practice. AM people. <laughs> and then I usually would leave about, I don't know, 1231-ish, because you got to tear down from the band because there's stuff that happens in here. Um, that was my schedule for quite a while until COVID hit. Right. And so I just think everyone needs to know, man, we have some teenagers who are passionate and who actually care a lot and they give a lot of their time and their energy. So basically, Toby would show up, yeah, eight to one basically every Saturday, just because he believes in it. And so anyway, so again, Toby, just thank you so much. You're a rock star and I really appreciate you. Um, I think that's really good. So I hang out with teenagers a lot because I think they're pretty awesome. But maybe for everyone else out there, they're like, okay, look at this kid. What does he know, right? Are, te- are teenagers weird, right? Don't yes. They- okay, absolutely, right? They have weird thoughts. They do this thing called, well, they do things that are just weird. I don't even understand them, right? So everyone just kind of listening, like, tell us, what's it really kind of like being a teenager in 2021? Being a teenager, I think any year is always going to be kind of hard because you're going through a lot of changes very quickly. Um, Yeah. You do a lot of, most of your like emotional and physical development is in this like 10 year span of your life. Um, And so there's a lot happening all the time. And when you add the added pressure of, I haven't seen some of my friends in over a year. Right. Um, Even within your own like class, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're just just people I haven't seen because we've been so separated. Right. So it's hard, I think, harder than it usually is. Um, I I feel that in a sense, we're we're very connected to Mm. our feelings when Mm. you're a teenager Mm -hmm. because they're all very much developing. Mm Mm-hmm. So when you hear your parents and they talk about your high school, their their high school experience, and how those were those four years and you never get them back, a lot of us we've missed almost a year and a half of those, mm-hmm. and we're never going to get those back. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you look at that and you're like, "Well, that sucks." <laughs> yeah, for but sure. dude, I look at that I'm like, "Man, that sucks." <laughs> what's she going to do about it? Right. It's, it is what it is. Yeah, but the good news is, right, like you're a sophomore. I got two more years. You got two more years, right? But, but you got to think about the seniors, right? Right. They missed, they're going to miss Basically. like three quarters of their senior year. They're not going to be their class, and that's going to suck for them. But Right. But so, but hopefully we're getting through this mm-hmm. and we're getting through it together. But yeah, but I think you bring up a really good point about how important it is to be connected um, within community with your friends and family and and, and that sort of thing. Um, and so, speaking of like being connected and what life is like as a teenager during the pandemic and this year and all the crazy that goes along with it, um, like so, this last week you talked about staying focused on Jesus, right? In fact, your your sermon message was shifting focus, right? The importance of staying focused on him when it's really easy 
to be focused on all the other things going on in life. And you actually even alluded to it. It was, it was really good. Um, you're talking about, well, focused on politics or you asked, you had another example. I forget what it was, but you rattled off a few examples, but for you, um, right. As a sophomore teenager in 2021, um, everyone is a story. Right. In fact, the text that you referred to at the end in Hebrews 12 alludes to this fact. Uh, Hebrews 12, 1 and 2 says that we have this God who is the author and perfecter of our faith, right? Um, which implies there's a story. So you're a story. We're all walking a spiritual journey that is a story that God starts, and ultimately it's his responsibility to, to bring to completion and an end. But for you, like, what has helped you walk and grow in your spirituality? I, th- I think I have two parts to this. Yeah, cool. Um, the first part is going to be consistency. Mm. And the second part is community. You have to have consistent community. Um, the consistency part is you just have to be consistently intentional about talking to and learning about Jesus. Mm. Because if you're not, it's just all going to go downhill. <laughs> um, and it has to be a very intentional part of your life. If you set like say 20 minutes aside every day at this time and say, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to read the Bible and I'm going to just be with Jesus. Mm. Once you've done that for a while, that's going to start bleeding over into the rest of your life and until your entire life. It's just, you're just focused on Jesus. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, that's the type of life I want to lead a mm. life focused entirely on Jesus mm-hmm. and then community. Uh, the Christian walk can be hard sometimes. There's a lot of stuff that gets in our way. I believe I said in yeah, my did. thing that Satan, he works all the time. Yeah, he is 24-7. 24-7, <laughs> 365 yeah, days a year. He yeah. is working to put stuff in your way. Right. And you would just, having a community that's going through the same things in you and that you can go for for help and for just comfort when times are hard is really helpful. I have been very involved in perichoresis and 413 mm-hmm. for since it started, basically. Mm-hmm. And just that, just that involvement around people. When I come in at eight, people start filtering in, and all those people are there for the same reason I am. Mm-hmm. They're here to make this space a space where people can come and they can focus and learn about Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it's really just a great feeling to know that you're something, a part of something like that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how community can be really helpful because everyone's in the same boat as you and you're all trying to go down the same river. Yeah. So even in the kayak, oh, even in the kayak. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I think that's so good. And honestly, I, I, you just like, my heart is full because yeah, that's the whole reason why we do what we do. And, uh, you know, because even now during the pandemic, but clearly before the pandemic. Dude, Toby, you would show up to like everything. Of course. Right? Like basically at church every single week, like we said, eight to one, not just there to absorb, but also to, to, to serve. Um, but you show up every Wednesday night to Bible study, uh, every Friday night that we have a Vespers, every Saturday night we do some sort of social or whatever. Like you're just super involved. And what I find interesting is, dude, there are, you're a teenager. There are millions of things you could be doing except hanging out at church, but you chose that. Yeah, and I think that comes back to the consistency and intentional. You have to be intentional Mm. because sometimes when I show up on a Wednesday to sit through a bunch of people trying to learn how to play instruments, 
That cannot always be that fun, all right? Sometimes your ears get hurting after about a half hour. And That's so funny. But it's the in, you have to be intentional to put yourself with people who are there for the same reason, who yeah. are in the same walk with you. Yeah. Because church isn't one person. It's a community of people trying to learn and be like this one person. Mm. And I think when you realize that, that your walk with God is not like, yes, it's your walk with God, but having people around you to help you and like walk with you is just much easier. We Did you get that quote? That is so quotable. I'm totally going to misquote you, but you just said church is like a group of people who are a whole bunch of persons trying to be like that one person. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Um, I should write that down and preach that someday. I might, eh, that's good. Uh, okay, so you're involved in church, consistency, community. You believe in this stuff, obviously. Mm-hmm. You're a leader, take ownership, super involved. Um, but sometimes, I, I'm right, because I, I talk to a lot of teenagers, and, and which I love, uh, but sometimes I feel like there's a disconnect between like the teenage world and their desires and their hearts and like the adult world and their desires and their hearts and perceptions of what church is and what it could be and what it should be. So like really for you, like, because you have like this phenomenal opportunity to tell right, all of the adults in the internet world, um, you know, something that maybe they or have them think about something that perhaps they've never thought about before. If you could, like, what do you wish adults understood about teens and church? The thing that I wish adults understood about teens and church is that if you see a teen that's maybe moving away from the church, it's not because they don't know about Jesus, because Mm. chances are they do. If you've grown up Adventist, since you were a little kid, I think the Adventist church does a really good job in like Sabbath school and everything. When I was in sixth grade, I could basically tell you about any Bible story. I, That's like, so true. We know about Jesus. And it's not because we don't know about Jesus that sometimes we feel pushed away from the church. It's because we do know about Jesus and we see the church moving in a direction that maybe we're not comfortable with or we don't see reflecting Jesus. Mm. And we're not feeling pushed away because we don't know. It's because we do and we see it going in a direction that's not. And we want to help and we want to like change it to make it to make it more like Jesus. Mm. But we don't get a lot of recognition in mm. the larger church body. Because sorry to say, but we're your future, right? <laughs> yeah. If the world keeps going as it is, one day all of you are going to be dead. <laughs> And I'm going to be the one left. <laughs> this just took a morbid turn. Oh, but, it's yes. not morbid. <laughs> no, no, it's good. It's just no, life. You're, no, it's the truth, yeah. But I, I feel like we need to be recognized as a part of the church body, mm. and I don't feel like we always are. I feel like when adults sometimes think about church, they think about all the adults upstairs in the um, in the sanctuary, and all of us down here in the basement, we're kind of— forgotten about and put aside. I don't think our church is doing that in a large capacity. If you look around down here where we are, we're definitely thought about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. our youth group is thriving, but I just feel like we could get more recognition in our ideas, in our, um, the way we see Jesus. Sure. And maybe even what I'm also hearing you say is trusted a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I, I, 
I talked to a lot of people, both high school kids and young adults, and even people like my age, which would be considered middle aged. Mm-hmm. Um, but right, like oftentimes I hear the sentiment like the reason I needed to leave church is so that I could grow with grow with my walk with Jesus. Yeah. Which is which is kind of what I'm hearing you say. Like church I know it's supposed to help with my walk with God, but it kind of gets in the way. Yeah. We're not leaving because we don't know Jesus. We're leaving because we do and we don't think the church is the and we don't think the church is going to help us continue knowing him. Right. Oh, so that's like a fear, right? Yeah. But but we can change it, right? We can yes. make a difference. And I, I agree. Uh, this church, you know, I, I've been at Kettering now for four and a half years, going on five years. I'm it's a long old. time. It's a long time, right? But it's, I still, at a certain level, I still feel like I'm just getting started, right? Because our church, you know, not to brag on our church a little bit, but they do actually care a lot yep. about the youth and they invest, like, like you said, in the youth center. Um, I, I mean, not to put our own finances on blast, but the youth budget for our own church is significantly more than other ministry budgets because our church wants to invest in youth so much. Um, but so, but sometimes that doesn't always translate right into the practical, you know, week by week, day by day type things. So anyway, so I, I appreciate you sharing that. And I think, yeah, you're being really honest and I appreciate that. So really in the end, I kind of, as we land this whole thing, like what's your ultimately, like what's your desire for the future of church? I'm going to draw off my sermon real quick. Yeah, oh, do it. It was um, a good one. Everyone, if you haven't seen it, go back and watch this it. Is, this is adding on to it, so oh, you yeah. got to have both parts. <laughs> yeah. um, I feel like our church needs to be like a prism, because prisms, they take, like, they reflect and they focus. Mm. And I want our church to be a place where we take people's focus and we reflect it and we focus it onto Jesus, mm. because the world is full of distractions, like... I'm a teenage boy. I've had my fair share of distractions, like quite a few, and I've made mistakes. And that's drawing back. You have to be intentional at showing up. Mm -hmm. But if our church is a place where people can come and they're automatically just by the environment, by the people, by just the whole vibe. Yeah, vibe. vibe. I don't know about that word. No, it's a good word. Um, (laughs) And just the like. Right now, I'm pretty sure someone's going to Google. What is vibe? What is that? Anyway, okay, good. You give them gave them something to do. Yeah, keep going. It's your new vocabulary word. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the whole vibe of church needs to be one that's conducive to focusing people on Jesus, because that's what we're about. Mm. Like this isn't church, so we can like just like focus on what does this story mean? Yes, that's great and all. And focusing like on that part is good, but I feel like our main focus should be let's take our eyes and our hearts and mm-hmm. shift them to Jesus and do what he wants. Because mm-hmm. how can you go wrong with having what... Jesus is great, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. he's great. How, how are you going to go wrong with just focusing on him and doing what he wants you to do? Right. There's, there's no going wrong with that. No. Hundred percent, and which also means that he's doing stuff, right? Keeping our eyes focused on him means he's doing stuff in our worlds, he's doing his stuff in our lives, and we should recognize that and and move forward accordingly. So, no, I think it's really good. So, thank you, Toby, again for all that you do for our church, for Pericresis, for Four Thirteen. Uh, you're a great kid, and uh, yeah, Sue, your earlier comment. You, you were saying, you know, eventually we're all going to die, and you're the, like, you're right. Um, that was not supposed to be that dark. No, 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 but... It was, but it was good. But here's the point, like, 
that I forget who first said it. I'm basically quoting someone else, but the sentiment was, we're always one generation away. Christianity is always one generation away from extinction. Yes. And, uh, and I am confident and comfortable and excited about the future because I am convinced that, first of all, I think Jesus is going to come soon. But even if he doesn't, uh, your generation, uh, I feel, will continue the movement of Christianity. Mm-hmm. And it is a movement. That's the thing, right? Yeah. It's a movement where we're doing stuff. We're moving forward. It's not, we're not just stagnant sitting around. When Christianity becomes stagnant, the day it dies, like yeah. if we stop trying to move forward and learn more and just focus entirely on Jesus, if we just become like this stagnant, oh, we show up to church, we listen to a pastor preach, we go home. It's, it has to continue. Like right. you have to keep going. So you're just like going through the motions. Yeah. It's not really a relationship, an ongoing relationship. So still good. Um, appreciate your message. Appreciate this time. Uh, you mind praying for us? Uh, of course. As we, as we end? Dear Jesus, help us to focus on you because boy, do I need it sometimes. And I'm mm-hmm. sure everybody else does too. Mm-hmm. Um, just come into our lives. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world and a lot of it can be stressful and your presence makes it a lot less stressful. And just thank you for being the creator of the universe, for being the author and perfecter of our faith. Mm-hmm. Just thank you for being you. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Toby. Everybody, in case you haven't learned that, teenagers are amazing. Be consistent in their life. Give them space and just listen to them. And uh, yeah, the future is, is bright, right? We're, we're moving forward together. It's good. So thanks so much for watching. This is all we got for this week. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Oh, he's already started the timer. All right. It's unfortunate. Dude, it is unfortunate. But nothing gets cut, Jason. <laughs> I know. Okay, you ready? Oh, there's a camera back there. It's tearing off into the darkness. <laughs> yeah, I do that.